Hello and welcome back to the Lifting Club podcast. I'm Jazz and I'll be bringing you fitness education with practical application. I hope you're doing really well. Um, I'm doing pretty well. It is currently a Thursday morning whilst I'm recording this. Last night I went to my first netball session back. Um, So I haven't played uh, since the last season finished, which was I guess about last March. And then I obviously moved to London a few weeks ago and I found a team and kind of messaged them to see if I could go along. So I was a bit nervous, like going to a new place, had to get the tube, about kind of a 40 minute minute journey, find the place and obviously joining a group of people that already know each other and just like all of those kind of things. Um, But it was fine. It was nice. And everyone was so nice and it was good to get back into it but today my body is hurting and I feel achy and sore but it's kind of always the way it's like starting a new training program or starting lifting for the first time it's just a bit of a shock to the body um because I haven't done it in a while but I'm sure that will improve over time but yeah that's me but today we are going to be covering a topic and I've titled this lifting weights and building muscle to burn more calories question mark so that's my working title currently The premise of this episode is kind of looking at how people associate exercise with burning calories and then lifting mostly because that's a lot of what we kind of talk about here and whether lifting is a good way to burn calories, whether muscle building increases the amount of calories you burn and all of those kind of things. So that's what we're going to dive into today. So let's just start with lifting itself and the energy that is used to do that. Your training sessions are hopefully hard. They require effort and they generate fatigue. Because of that, because they feel really tough, people often think, well, I must be burning loads of calories in that session. Some people, you know, who have a poor relationship with food may even feel that more deserving of food when they've done a lifting session because they think, oh, I've burnt loads of calories, therefore I can eat eat more therefore I deserve to eat this now whether you have trained today and been busy and moving around or you've been really sedentary or you've missed a few training sessions this week regardless you deserve to fuel your body properly let's get that one out of the way but if we look at the lifting session itself most of our sets are probably going to last 30 seconds maybe up to a minute and if you're doing it right, then you're going to be spending at very least, you know, two minutes resting between the sets. And then we've got the time that's spent setting things up, especially things like bloody hip thrusts or logging your sets or moving from station to station. And when you look at it, the amount of time you actually spend lifting is quite small. There's actually research that shows that in a lifting session overall, you're probably burning between 1.7 to 3.1 calories per minute. So if your sole aim of training is to burn calories, then you are doing the wrong type of training by lifting. You'd be much better off doing steady state cardio because you're going to be using calories more because you're going to be moving continuously. And I think that's a really common thing I see with people struggling to lose fat. They think that their 20, their 45 minute gym session for the day that makes them feel like that was a active day and actually when I dive into what the rest of their day looks like maybe they'll commute to work by train where they sit at a desk all day and then they commute by train back home and so that their actual overall daily movement and steps for the rest of the day is 
pretty low and meaning their total daily energy expenditure or the calories they burn in a day is actually very low, even if they had a super intense gym session in the morning, for example. Now, the good news is that hopefully you're not just training purely to burn calories, but instead to gain strength and to gain muscle. But if you're looking to lose fat as well, your daily movement will have to be addressed. And I'm going to come back and kind of touch on that at the end. Next thing I wanted to talk about is that there's often these two standout reasons that we're given to by other trainers and that other trainers use to encourage people to lift weights. And I'm going to go through them both now and kind of talk about them and talk about whether they are valid reasons to lift. Firstly is going to be EPOC or EPOC, which is the excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, but it's often known as the afterburn effect, that being in quotation marks for sure. This is the increased rate of oxygen intake after exercise that is used to restore the body's resting state and that process uses calories or energy. However, this is often described as like your body keeps burning calories even after you finish training and I think that whole kind of statement is a bit misleading. For example, you know, there's one piece of research and that measured an additional 7.43 calories burnt after exercise in this kind of afterburn effect or that increased rate of oxygen intake to restore the body's natural state, 7.43 calories. So I don't think that that's anything particularly to write home about. And whilst there are a million fantastic reasons for lifting, that just probably isn't one of them. Now, the second kind of marketing tool trainers might use to encourage people to lift is having more muscle means your body burns more calories at rest, which is true. Having more mass in general means that your body burns more calories per day, whether that be more muscle or more fat, heavier people, bigger people, typically males versus females, or depending on your height, all of those kind of things, more tissue and more body to support uses more energy. So adding additional muscle tissue will increase the number of calories your body burns per day at rest. Unfortunately, it's just not a whole lot. Um, The research suggests that an extra kilogram of lean muscle tissue, so muscle, purely muscle, will cause you to burn around 13 extra calories per day, which just is just very insignificant, really. I mean, it's significant. It's definitely significant. It's not completely irrelevant, but it's massively overstated often, I think, or just in people's minds. It's like, oh, well, after a few years of lifting, you know, I'm going to be burning an extra few hundred calories per day. And if you've been trying to build muscle for any period of time, you know how difficult it is and how long it takes. An extra one whole kilo of lean muscle, not including fat, it it does take a significant amount of time to build and 13 calories just isn't very much you know think about it if you've been in a muscle building phase for let's give some throw some random not random example numbers out that might give you a picture if you've been in a muscle building phase for five months that means being in a calorie surplus and training hard and progressively perhaps you're going to be gaining around you know we might be aiming for around 0.5 to 2 percent of your body weight per month and so if you're 70 kilos for example in five months time you might end a building phase at around 75 76 kilos and maybe 
0.5 to 2 kilos of that is muscle if you've done really well and the rest is going to be body fat. So the extra muscle that you've got is probably only causing you to burn around 10 to 20 extra calories per day. So, you know, 70 70 to 100 extra calories per week. It's not that impressive or exciting. And obviously the extra body fat that you'll have is also metabolically active. So that will use calories too. But quite often what people do after a muscle building phase is they go into a fat loss phase. So then you're going to lose that fat anyway and your total daily energy expenditure will reduce because of that. So the point of this episode is to show you that lifting is not about burning calories. It is definitely not a deterrent from lifting. You know that I'm the biggest proponent of lifting. You know, resistance training is so beneficial. It builds strength and muscle that creates that kind of shape to the body and gives people the kind of sought after toned look. It helps reduce injury risk. It can improve mobility and flexibility. It aids our joint health, especially as we get older. Increases bone density, improves posture. You know, the list goes on. It's just not about burning calories really if you want to burn more calories so that your daily energy expenditure is higher you'll need to do that through other movement the first place to start would be a baseline daily movement goal for my clients that's often done through a step goal or a step target the first place i'll generally start with people is looking at their current step count and then doing an audit of how their day kind of looks and their day structure their daily routine. We can then identify points in the day where movement can be incorporated. This doesn't have to be, okay, you need to fit in an hour's walk here. Actually, it's often smaller things that all add up throughout the day. So that might be as simple as taking the stairs up to the second floor at work rather than taking the lift or getting off the bus stop one stop, uh, getting off the bus, sorry, one stop early uh, to get a 10 minute walk in before work. It might also include creating regular walking slots throughout the day that are scheduled in. As I said, it doesn't have to be you need to put aside one hour here. It might be a 15-minute walk straight after breakfast, a 10-minute walk at the end of your lunch break, and maybe 20 minutes with your partner as soon as they're home from work, whatever it might be to fit your life. So have an audit of your day. Look for small slots. It can be a 10-minute slot, a 15-minute slot. And where can we implement some movement into that? These small things, taking the stairs rather than the lift, standing up whilst you're on that phone call rather than sitting down, this movement all really adds up. And I highly recommend making these slots regular. It may take a few weeks to kind of force yourself to do them, but after a period of time, it's going to start to become part of your normal day and almost just a non-negotiable that you don't really even have to think about. So I hope that's given you a decent overview of the relationship between resistance training, lifting weights and burning calories, having more muscle and metabolism, those kind of things. Hopefully perhaps busting a few myths about our afterburn effect or how much more calories your body will burn if you've got more muscle and hopefully just helping you kind of switch your mindset and to be like, okay, this is why I resistance train for all of these other plethora of fantastic reasons but it's not about calorie burning and we shouldn't be lifting to try and burn calories if you want to lose body fat and you need to burn more calories to increase your energy expenditure if you know you feel like your calories that you're consuming are quite low 
and you're training, you're lifting hard, but you're still struggling to lose weight, your daily energy expenditure might be the next thing you need to tackle to to see things moving. But if you need help with that kind of thing, I am a coach. I work with clients one-on-one for multiple different goals. So whether it's muscle building, fat loss, body recomposition. So if you'd like more information about that, I'll leave any links down below. And if you've got any questions, as always, drop me an email, drop me a DM on Instagram, and I'm always more than happy to have a chat um, and help you out. But that's it from me today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll speak to you all again next week.